Hey everybody, welcome back to the Gamer Science Podcast. My name is John Meadows. With me as always is Eric and Nathaniel. What is going on, fellas? Oh, just looking at Legos, reminiscing about how much they cost, and then swearing slightly because I sold them all. Yeah. You made a change. mistake of starting a Lego conversation right before. Yeah, I know, right. Like, <laughs> now, looking at all these links in eBay you sent, I'm like, now, now I want to talk about this. It's like, this set is small. It's like, it's, it, but it's 56 pieces, but still in the box sealed. You know, I mean, it's yeah. 200 bucks. You know, it's like, holy crap. That's insane. But yeah, I mean, Legos are expensive, but there's a, there is a collector's market out there that is is nutty. I mean, it is absolutely nutty. I had a buddy who uh, who just... A nutty buddy? Yeah. Sorry. I'm nutty he, buddy. <laughs> he bought every Star Wars Lego that came out. And I mean, I'm talking... These were the ones in the mid-2000s. So it was like Jabba's Palace, the Star Destroyer. I mean, you know, he would spend hundreds of dollars at a time to buy these sets. And it's just... And I would just sit in amazement and go, where are you going to put all this stuff at? I mean, you know, it's this is crazy. Uh, He's like, it's an investment. Yeah, Star Destroyer, or the Death Star, you know, all that Ooh, stuff. Wow. I mean, he because I know, I know, one of the Millennium Falcons is pretty expensive. If I remember, I think it's a couple hundred bucks, right, or three hundred. Yeah, bucks, and this year one, they right? brought they actually brought out one that's I know people at home can't see, but it's like about this big. It's like a fifty dollar one or seventy dollar one go. or that's something. That's what I'm talking with about. With a nice stand and stuff, it looked really cool. But you know, it's not this great big huge, you know. Five hundred thousand. You, know, you know what else is crazy expensive? Is that Lego Atari? Have you seen that? I'm like, yeah, there's like two hundred and thirty dollars or two hundred fifty. I made bucks. a face. Like, okay, Lego Nintendo. That's cool with the TV. Lego Atari. I mean, I always walk down the Lego aisle when I'm in Target, you know, or Walmart or wherever, looking, and I look at some of the the higher end Legos they have. Like Nikki sent me a, a picture or an article. They're making a Snow White and the Seven Dwarves house oh. and it comes with snow white the seven doors the prince and uh, the wicked witch and it's the house it's got the little side thing with her little glass coffin in it and everything it's 220 dollars <laughs> it's yeah. like but it's like, an, like that or uh rivendell that has like yes. all the colors, and a bunch of other like elves and things i forget how many figures go with it but yeah. it's like so many different like mm-hmm. pieces that all go together in this huge thing yeah, I saw well, I saw that when they announced it, and it was like, man, if I if money was no object, and that one's like five hundred bucks. Yeah, or something ridiculous. Something. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. cool, but not five hundred dollars. Yeah, I know, right? And and like... That's where I say, if I had unlimited money that I didn't have to worry about paying bills and stuff like that, I would just go, I will buy sure. that because that is awesome looking. But you know. you'll buy that, and eventually you'll buy expansions to put more rooms. Yeah, to put Legos in. So. Well, and that's like my like we were talking pre pre show my my great nephew buys they buy the lego harry potters for him he loves harry potter and the thing that a lot of people didn't realize is like they'll sell like a room for the castle they'll sell like this room or that room and this room and that room and they nobody realized it but if you go online and look there's actually instructions to tell you how to put it together to make the complete castle to set this one here this one here this one here this one here yeah, and they don't advertise that. Yeah, <laughs> for some reason build, I don't yeah, know why. I, I think I think on the CAG cast, Wombat was talking how his kid, his son, a couple of years ago had most of the Harry Potter Legos, and he was he taking some pictures and he explained how it is one big like giant yeah. village in the castle, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, and he says about all that money. I'm like, damn, yeah. that's like a thousand bucks worth of Legos or more. And I mean, you know, we would buy him one. His mom and dad would buy him one. 
and I don't know if grandpa would buy him one or not, or the, the grandparents would buy one or not. Anyway, but I mean, every year he'd get like at least two because we would buy him one and then we, you know, his parents would buy him one. So, I mean, he's got all of, I walked into his room when I was yeah. over Christmas and went, Oh my Lord, you have them all, <laughs> all over the place. It's like, it's wild. I mean, it's, it's wild. It's something that well, I don't want to get into because I, I like money. Um, yeah. The other thing too is <laughs> I think, I think, yeah. And I knew, you know, when I sold them, like in the early two thousands, we had like, you know, huge, like storage bin on wheels, you know, the plastic, like big yeah. drawers, right? We had like a three tier plus another box. <clears throat> it was probably like 50 pounds of Legos. It was a lot. And I think we got 164. Oh, no, now you could like, just... A family bought it for like, you know, his kid took it and everything. I could tell the little kid was like, oh, Legos, I want to do it. You know, I think we brother had some of the Star Wars stuff early, like yeah. episode one stuff too. And I was like, you know what, whatever. Money's money. I was in college and he hadn't touched them in years. And I was, I was thinking, yeah. I regret selling that. What else is interesting is a uh, Brio train track. John, did you have that as a kid? Was that like you know you know what that is? The little wooden trains, kind of like the like some of it's like Thomas the Tank Engine, but other, it's like Brio said it, it comes from. I think it's. I'd have to look it up. I, I, I think it's don't. German. It's German, and we had a bunch of those as a kid too, and we sold off that stuff. It's it's not like Legos. It's not like trains uh no well no not exactly my trains weren't like that but i see what I, i've seen these before yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. interesting how like you know like vintage toys and stuff like gi joe's you know mm-hmm. you talk about you know you sold off all those and people people want them people want oh, yeah. the, the stuff uh well you know and it's like i had when when legos when lego first got the star wars license back in the early 2000s i think it was 98 99 2000 somewhere around there i bought all those lego sets because then they weren't real expensive then either super expensive and i ended up selling them all i had the x-wing i had the snow speeder i had you know all these things and it's like if i'd have held on to them for just five or six more years i'd have got triple my money out of them because you know everybody yeah. wanted them. they just they didn't look as good as the new ones do but people yeah. still yeah. like those original ones for some you know they're still sought after for some reason you know because and i had those I uh i had the micro machines like star wars stuff the little ships and i had mm-hmm. the heads that open up the little play sets yeah the micro machine stuff actually i probably sold mine like 10 years ago they did go up in value a little bit but i don't think the the head play sets really went up in value. Yeah. People just aren't interested. It's just, it's just so crazy with toys. Uh, speaking of which, when I was at the convention uh, last week and I had a booth and everything, guess what I sold none of? The GoBots. Well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. Somebody did want the Guardian, the big one, you know, that I had. I think yeah. I showed you. Was the that the, Somebody... the base? The... Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's yeah. like the GoBot plane thing. Yeah, like, see, I had that. With little, the... little people going it. My buddy was explaining to me, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, this is like the Transformers that nobody wants to laugh. He, he's going to buy that. But the GoBots, I, I sold, the only Transformers I sold is I sold Hot Rod, because uh, he was mo- pretty complete in really good shape. Mm. And I sold Astro Train. Yeah. Astro Train's always a good one. Oh, yeah. That, nah, yeah, he was in decent shape. He's a little bent on the nose, but yeah. heavy. He has, a heavy he has a heavy one, too. Well, yeah, and they made them out of plastic and metal back then. I mean, yeah, now they're so all I'll plastic. Probably, so. I'll probably just list them locally and try to see what I can do. See if, like, a local person wants them or maybe, like, a local club wants yeah. them. I mean, I'll let them go for, like, pretty reasonable. Because I, I, you know, I'd rather see them pass somebody who's going to, you know, enjoy them. Put them on display or do whatever you're going to want with them, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't regret selling all my toys. I, all those from when I was a kid, just get rid of them. Cause I, 
to me they were useless pieces because they were well played with but you know there people people buy pieces <laughs> people Got buy pieces. pieces so to make yeah. this and that I mean, it's crazy. I was looking at the other Dinobots too. So, like Grimlock from the '80s, he's not—he's not very expensive. Nah. Swoop, Swoop is expensive because he always terrible. broke. And I'm like, what is that? I'm like, there was. Oh, I'm like, there was. That's right, there was one more. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, the the wings I'm always break off of him. Before I get too much in the news, I'm gonna—I will buy a Soundwave, and I'll probably buy the, the reissued one from 2000s because it's significantly cheaper. Yeah. I had an I had an original. It was I played with him until he fell Look apart. Look at those arms! Crap! Ah, dang it! Yeah, I mean, and that was that was the way it was with a lot of those old toys. It's like you try to move a leg, and if you moved it too, no, that was the GI Joe. I'd be like, snap! There goes a rubber band in the middle. I broke yeah. so many of those. Oops. And there's guys. I had I had a bag of GI Joes with broken rubber bands, and just had the pieces in a bag, just random figures like a bag of gallon. That's crazy. Uh, bag. And there's guys that'll they'll take them apart. They'll buy new screws to put Jesus, in them. Yeah. The rubber bands they still make them. People will buy them, put them back together, and you know. My, my, my brother-in-law was telling me that he, he like swapped out the parts. He'd melt them with his magnifying. Oh yeah, I swapped out lots of parts. I'd take them apart, put a head on a different guy, and you know, you'd have a Cobra guy with a GI Joe head on it because you know he was in disguise. You know, he took his helmet off, and you know, and, <laughs> I mean, we did I that try, crap all the time. I tried to do that with the turtles, the turtles from the you know the late '80s, early '90s. Yeah. Those limbs do not come off. No, very they do not. I learned the hard way. They just snap off. Yeah, we did it with He Man. We'd pop their arms off and put them on other <laughs> He Man. I mean, you know, it was. Oh, yeah. It's what you did. Was... Oh boy, all the fun stuff. Yeah. Well, let's talk about games. Uh, <laughs> I can talk about toys all day, but no more you know, toy talk. No it's more game toy talk. talk. Time. It's game talk. It's time. game talk. Yeah. Um. I'm not really going to get into a lot of what I played because I only played like a dragon. Um, and I'd realized I really hadn't, I hadn't finished that game. So it was like the other day I was like, Oh, you know what? I need to pick that up and finish that. So I started, I was, I was so not the new one, the, no, the, 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 previous the, one, yeah. the previous one. Yeah. I realized I had not finished it cause I was going to boot up the new one on game pass. And I went, wait a minute. I still haven't finished the, the first one yet or the last one yet. So um, the new one's not even on game pass. Oh, I thought it was. I know the man with no name is A lot name of people think it is, but it is not because I wanted to play. I was like, oh, I'll, go, I'll try it because I saw a video about it. And yeah. then I was like, oh, I'll just look at a gay pass. Oh, wait, it's not on Game Pass? Oh. They I have like uh, they have like like a Dragon Ishin and a man with no name or whatever that was yeah. called. But they don't, they don't have the new one. Yeah. They don't huh. have Infinite on there. The man with no name came out day one on Game Pass. And I just, I just assumed this one did too. I didn't even look. I think a lot of people did. And I looked it up in the game director or something i think was who it was somebody commented on it, like yeah no we're not doing it right now oh well that's that's cool it'll um, probably come at some point eh. yeah it's like they don't need to they'll no, like, sell huh? plenty of copies of it yeah and, and they did because they sold i think over a million at this point yeah and i'll and i'll buy it uh before before it comes on game pass anyway uh that's the one thing that i have realized i didn't realize about doing the year's worth of humble uh the humble bundle choice I did a did a year of it for a uh, hundred dollars. I thought it was a one time twenty percent off the Humble Bundle store. No, it's all the time twenty percent off if you pay for a year of it. Oh. So you know they sell Steam codes for brand new games. So instead of paying oh. seventy dollars for the new Yakuza game, it's like fifty five dollars. So it's like oh. 
Well, I, I, I did not realize that. <laughs> it's like, there you that's go. Not, that's, that's not too bad. That's a good way. I, not, I thought it was like a one-time sort of thing. But yeah, I, I did too. Yeah. I thought it was a one-time thing too, but it's not. If you pay $20 or if you pay for the, if once you have 12 months and you keep it up, it's 20% off unlimited, not just one purchase a month or anything. I can purchase whatever I want for 20% off. It's like, that's good to remember because $70, it's hard and there's a bunch of games for $70. But, yeah, I didn't, I hadn't even looked on Game Pass. I just assumed it was there. So it was like... I did too, and I was wrong. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, I'm glad, because I, I, I want to see it sell good, not just just have a bunch of people on Game Pass play it. Not that that's, they don't make, you know, not that I'm saying they don't make any money, but it's nice to see, you know, them sell it well. I mean, so. I'm pretty sure I remember yeah, seeing yeah. it, and then the Persona 3 remake has already hit like a million copies sold or whatever yeah and that's good and it is on game pass the persona it was day one on game pass which i have not played yet um i need to anyway like a dragon the first one or whatever numbering system yeah however they're doing it yeah that's that's what i I realized i first like a dragon but it's the whatever number of those games that that studio yeah i've I've done lost track (laughs) (laughs) i've already lost track of what number it would be but but yeah, it's I hadn't I hadn't played it, and uh, I did play a little bit of uh, Skull and Bones uh, beta. Just the only reason I played it, what I did was I just wanted to see if it would run on the uh, ROG Ally good, and it does. So <laughs> Skull and Bones is trash. You know why it's trash? Because it's worse than the game that it's a spinoff of, and it took them eleven years to do it. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I enjoy like, it. I, Black I thought Flag it was fun. has better ship combat because you can get off your ship and board another one and fight like all the other guys on the other ship, plus all the other like you know stuff right. online and things. That's all the Assassin's Creed stuff. But even if you just look at like the ship combat part, it's still better. Yeah. <laughs> and well, it took them eleven years to make this thing. It's yeah, just like come on. That's crazy. <laughs> it should have taken you like. You know, way less time than that, and you shouldn't be charging you know a bajillion dollars for it yeah. either. the The single or the story is pretty good so far on it, um, but I haven't. I haven't I've played watched since. a couple of reviews on it, and the cutscenes are terrible. Like the cameras are like put in the most boring places, and the lip sync is looks like it's really old. Oh, so yeah, and I there was someone who that. directly compared it to Black Flag. Oof. And Black Flag cutscenes are so much better. Oh yeah, well I'm sure I'm sure they it's are. It's just like uh, Ubisoft. Wh- what are you doing? You're making a budget game and then you're charging full price for it, and you're just it's like worse than the game that came out like almost 12 years ago. Now it's like, come on, you you could have done better. Eh. It's like, like for the consensus seems it's it's not a bad game, but because of all the context around it, it's kind of like, well, come on. <laughs> I don't know. I what little bit of it I played. I played it in the early alpha beta too, or alpha, and then the beta, and then the open beta. What? Was that that was supposed to be out last year, right? Like it's supposed to be out like two years ago. It's supposed to be out so many times at this. I just point. remember I had a friend <laughs> that worked. Well, I have a front well, an acquaintance that worked in. Uh, I think he worked on the PR stuff or community management side of it, and I remember he'd always post on it on Twitter X delay delay. And I'm like, dang, yeah, man. yeah, it got <laughs> delayed a lot. But I mean, what little bit of it I played, I've enjoyed it so far. I haven't got into the the grind of the story, you know. I mean, that's probably why yet, you've but... enjoyed it because you haven't hit the wall of like, oh, you're just doing the same things over and over and over and over again. Because that's a lot of the things that it gets dinged on is there's not enough variety. You just keep doing the same stuff the whole time. So in like little bits and pieces, it's not bad, but for playing it quite a while, it gets old. 
Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, like I was playing uh, myself, but that's just what the reviews that I read and watched have said. So yeah. it's like, okay. I I don't know. You know, I don't know how much I'll play it. You know, especially right yeah. now, but because it's. I, mean, it's- I can't imagine a, uh, the hotel Wi-Fi being stable enough to play yeah, play it online a whole lot. Do. So, you know, I'll, unless I'll you got the magic here, good yeah. hotel, you're going to be out of luck on a multiplayer. Yeah, game. I mean, I, I've got a list of the hotels that have the good Wi-Fi. So when I'm in the area <laughs> staying there, that's where they. I mean, there's a couple of them that pull over 200, and I'm like, oh boy, we're getting nice. up at home. So it's like, make a note. I got a I got a spreadsheet. I got a, a notes in my phone. Okay, this hotel in this town has the best internet. I break I break hotels down by internet speed how good their shower is um, there we you know, go things that's like what i'm that. talking about yeah if their beds are comfortable you know if it's a place where i've stayed a couple nights and my back starts hurting it's like nope their beds are horrible i'm not staying there if they have a shower that the shower head's about a big around as a quarter nope i'm not staying <laughs> i need to get wet when i get in the shower <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah when you stay in a hotel for three to four nights a week in a, uh you 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 end up making a list of the hotels that you like to stay in <laughs> which is kind of sad but <laughs> it's, but you know but no i'm not gonna we've talked about like a dragon a bazillion times i had just realized that i had not played it through through and it's the only yakuza game that's other than the man with no name that's the only yakuza game that i haven't finished yet so it's like oh well i need to finish this and i something else came out and took my attention away when i was playing it probably Baldur's gate and, or something and like a dragon it's the only one i've ever finished <laughs> Uh, I, I try to finish them all. It may take me a while, and, and sometimes I may just mainline it and not do the side quest, mm-hmm. just yeah, bull through. And... Yeah. I only played some of, I think, two other uh, Yakuza games, so, you know, yeah. not my series. But no. Uh-huh. Well. I was like, oh, this one could be fun. I'll I have try. played three, Dead Souls, and maybe five. One of them, one of the modern ones, definitely, probably like three or four years ago. It was interesting. I like I like the wackiness. I like the combat, yeah. but I think it was too much of a time sink for me at the time. Like too much for me to like get the story. And, and yeah. Well, and if whatever you, ones were whatever ones were free back in the day on PlayStation Plus. Yeah. I mean, you could you could mainline the story in usually fifteen hours, maybe twenty. No but, way. Oh There's yeah. No What's way. not like a dragon? There's no way you could do. Oh, that maybe not. Time. I'm talking about the other ones. I'm talking some about of the, the previous ones. Yeah, yeah, I guess maybe, but like that one, like it, it's huge man yeah <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous it's not uh, and that's not doing side quests or all that nonsense you know some uh, side quests are fun but man i'm not gonna set the karaoke board keep th- doing that stuff over and i over think again. i was interested in uh uh kiwami one and two because those are the remakes of the first two games mm-hmm. I, I have both of those physically and i think i might have tried to play one and i was interested but i just didn't get around to it yeah they're they're a good remake um because those were PS2 games, and yeah. they looked yeah. really good on PS2 at the time, but they're not always the easiest to go back and start playing again. And but the, the the updated versions, the remakes are really good. Yeah. But, but Nathaniel, I see. I know you're probably not going to talk about uh, Enshrouded first, but I see you 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 started playing Enshrouded. So, but go ahead and talk about all the other ones before you talk about Enshrouded, because I'm I'm going to guess that that's probably your second game you're going to talk about, or your last game. Yeah, I'll save it for last. Yeah, <laughs> like Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown, I have quote unquote finished it. Ooh, how many even hours? though, even though I didn't, I don't remember it's because I finished it shortly after we recorded last time. Because I was okay. 
my, no, my like I had another few more hours to get to it. I say I enjoyed the first half of that game, or the first even two thirds of that game, more than I did the end. Although it's not bad, and like the story of that game is not great. No, <laughs> it's okay, but like there's so many times when it hits a cutscene, and I'm just like, this is stupid. Like, <laughs> I, I could just tweak this a little bit and make it so much better. Like, why didn't you guys think of this? Or like, why is this character doing this? This makes no sense. Or like every single boss fight against somebody that your character knows in that game is just like it starts out like hey man don't be mean and stupid and evil and like are i'm gonna be mean and stupid and evil let's do a boss fight and then you do a boss fight and beat them up a bunch and they're like oh why was i stupid and evil i like you know <laughs> i'm dead or whatever it's like every single one it's just like all right guys like <laughs> <laughs> at this point and the the thing about it that like sucks is you don't really care about any of those side characters at all because you don't see them that much in the game because of just the nature of how that uh, metroidvania is put out yeah uh put together is like you'll see a character and then like a few hours later you'll see a little bit of them again and then like okay now you have a climactic fight and then they're out of the game or whatever and you're like well i don't har- barely remember who you are but it's mostly just because you have a good design so it sticks in your head to you're the cool character with the giant anchor or whatever. And then, yeah, I still, I didn't actually beat the game, but I watched the f- the end of it because I get to the final boss and I get to like stage four and died. And then it's Ugh. like, okay, let me try again. And it goes right straight back to f- like phase one of it. And like, you weren't fun to fight the first time. I'm not doing this again. So I just yeah. <laughs> and then watched it and I was like, Damn oh, it. that's all I missed. And then like that little bit of a, whatever the cutscene was after it, like, okay, cool. I saw the end of the story and it was fine. But it was just like, all right, I didn't need to go fight that boss again. I was like, okay, <laughs> made the right choice. That's fine. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of lost interest in it. So, I mean, what little bit of it? It's really, really about. good. It's just like the the story part, and don't play it for that. Play it for all of the like, yeah. really good movement. The combat is fun. There's some fun different like modifiers and builds or whatever you can do with all the different kind of uh, uh, equipment or whatever that you can put on that tweaks different things. And, you know, all that part of the game is really, really great. It's just, like, the story part that's kind of, like, supposed to pull you through. Not not as good. It's more like, okay, I want to uncover the map and get through all these cool places. Yeah. And, then, like, when you get deep in the game, it's like, I want to go through all these areas that have all these crazy trap runs now, too. So, like, a lot more intense platforming. Yeah. There's spikes and stuff. <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> Prince of Persia. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Prince of Persia if there's not saw blades to dodge. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very, very good game. I'd probably give it a solid, like, eight and a half or so, maybe. Okay. And if the story was better, it would probably bump it up some more. If the story, you know, if the... And it's only that high just because all the rest of the parts are really, really, really good. So, not yeah. bad. Yeah. I also cool. played and beat Viewfinder, which is a puzzle game. It took me maybe, like, five hours or something like that, I think. Yeah. I can't remember. I'd have to look it up. So, it's not too, too long. I think that um, Dennis has talked about Viewfinder before. I think so. I think he did on the uh, the Game of the Year podcast a couple of times ago. Yeah. Whatever recorded that, but yeah, it's kind of a it's a game or a game where you are a person in running around, and it has like this weird mechanic where you have like either there's a camera that's in the level, and then some levels you have to actually have a camera yourself and can point it wherever you want, and like you take a picture. And you have, like, a photo, and then you can, like, put it up and put it out in the environment somewhere and then use it to kind of, like, walk in there or change something or whatever. It's all about kind of manipulating the environment in order to get to the end of all these different levels. 
yeah. and then there's kind of like a storyline that takes you through it. And it's pretty cool. It's yeah, not it, a bad puzzle game. It's a lot of fun. It looks kind of interesting. Yeah, I think it's a smaller team that made it too. I don't remember. So yeah, it's not. It's not even. I didn't find it super difficult. There's like a few levels where I had to think about it a little harder, but most of them were like, okay, yeah, I did pretty good. Yeah. It's more about like, okay, I see what to do. I have to go through and get it. There's one that was a little more difficult towards the end, but it was just because they timed you. So you had like a countdown clock and you had to do a whole bunch of stuff in a row. And so it was a little bit of trial and error of like, okay, I got this far. Oh, I ran out of time. Okay, start over. And now I did the first part faster because I was like knew what I was doing, and then you right. get to the end, and I took you know maybe four or five tries to get through the whole thing. But it's kind of like the end boss fight in quotes of the game almost, so it makes sense. It's not like they're throwing that at you like right at the beginning of the game; it's towards the end. Yeah. So yeah, if you want a good puzzle game, Viewfinder is definitely one to check out if it looks interesting to you when you look it up, like the trailer or whatever of it. If it looks interesting, then you'll probably enjoy it. Yeah, I pretty, think pretty I, cool. I think I added it to my, I think I added it to my wish list. I think I'll have to check. It's been in my like uh, Steam wish list for a long while, and I got it in the uh, holiday sale. Yeah. But uh, yeah, since last time, I actually started in Shrouded because I finished Prince of Persia and stuff. So, and uh, Viewfinder as well. So then I started in Shrouded, and I've played like I think. 20 something hours of it <laughs> which I didn't realize until I looked at it I was like wait I've played that that long <laughs> okay <laughs> whoops <laughs> <laughs> didn't feel like it but I guess I have uh, that game's really cool it's definitely an early access game in yeah. many ways but it, for early access it's one of the more like solid ones it's definitely needs some optimization in there because it's, sometimes it's running like great it's like hey 90 or 100 frames a second and then other times it's like why am i running at like 20 frames a second right. yeah. for no reason or like i had one today where i booted up and was running at 20 frames a second on lock for some reason i was like what what's going on and i turned like um v-sync on and off and it fixed it hmm. it's like okay whatever weird. weird well it's got all these sorts of little just like weird little things in there they gotta iron out but most of it's pretty solid I would say, however, that they made the map way too big. Yeah. And it, I think, I, I mean, I am playing it single player. It's meant to, I think you have up to 16 people on the same thing. But yeah. it's more about, like, how much stuff there is and how spread out it is. And I don't know if they're planning to add more things kind of uh, globally around the map or not. Because it does have different kind of, like, biome areas and stuff in the game like other survival games kind of do. And it's kind of progressed by the mist stuff. So once you upgrade kind of like your fire altar thingy that's in your base, yeah. you when you upgrade it, it gives you a like more, I forget what they call it, like passing level or something. So you can go through like thicker and thicker mist, even though that's not what it looks like in the game. But like it opens up more areas so you can get further out. And sort of the further away from the starting area you get, the harder enemies and things get. And so they get your progress lightly that way, but <laughs> it's mostly like, okay, eventually you get to a place where just you get the red mist that's instant kill when you get into it, so you can't go that farther. And then like you upgrade your thing, and like, oh, I can go here now, so you can go further uh, into the map than you could before. But it's just like so many things spread out that are like they they probably could have done half the size, and it would have been fine because I've been around like, all around the area like that I've gone to like I think 
I just did the fourth upgrade on my kind of like base thing. So I can go really far out if I want to now. And it's still like, I haven't even uncovered that much of even, like there's even parts in the starting area I haven't seen just because there's no reason to go to a lot of these places. Right. I can see that. It's like, oh, it's another hill over there with nothing on it. Cool. Mm-hmm. I can, I know this because I'm flying by on my glider and I can see there's nothing there. <laughs> well, and that's where I guess maybe, you know, early access, you know, maybe eventually there'll be reasons to go. There. Yeah. I don't know what their plans are. No. Cause like though it's a, it's a designed map. It's not like it's uh, generated. So they yeah. did the map and I don't know if they have plans for the early areas too, or just expanding out on it to others. Cause I think there's four total area, like biome era environment areas that you can get to right now, at least based on letters and the achievements. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like to me. And like what's in game, it's mentioned kind of like four different big, huge major areas, uh, including the one that you start in. So I don't know if they're planning. Cause like the big, the map is like, there's gotta be way more on this map than actually these four areas. Cause I'm already been like pretty much all over two of them. And like guessing based on where there are uh, a few icons I have for quests out there. Like, okay, so I'm guessing that this part of the map is the areas that we can get to now. And then there's like another, like, I don't know, half or more of it. That's like, uh, you're not going to get to yet. Maybe Yeah. unless I'm just wrong. I don't know. It's not like I've, completely explored everywhere but it just feels like a little bit too big and spread out yeah yeah i can see that it was it was pretty it seemed pretty big um i mean it's got all the like survival game stuff in there that you can engage with some of it as much as you want or do not want but that is mostly the driver it does have some lore and things in there that you can find but it's kind of like i don't even remember any of the lore yeah even though I've picked up a ton of it and read it when I got it. It's mostly about like, okay, I want to go and get this thing so that I can upgrade the blacksmith so that I can make better gear so that I can go and fight these tougher enemies. That's kind of the like cycle that you're going in. It's like, okay, let me go get some better stuff so that I can get better gear so I can go kill these things or explore this temple or whatever that I found that the guys were level 15 and I was like level 4. It's like, that's nah, not going to happen right now. We'll come back later. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I need to play it more, but I just, I haven't, it, uh, I, I haven't tried it on the PC. It runs okay on the Steam Deck. I need to try it on the ROG Allies, see if it runs a little better on there. I still haven't done that It'd yet. It'll probably run a little better, but again, it's <clears throat> not going to run great on there just because it doesn't run great on PC sometimes right. too, yeah. for no real reason. It doesn't even seem like, okay, this area is going to be worse because it has more trees or something. It just seems kind of arbitrary where it'll be like running fine and they'll run a little bit like clunkier and then it'll be like fine again. It's just something's going on with it. But for the most part, it's pretty solid. Yeah. At least on my machine, it has been. Yeah. And I mean, like on, I want to say on Steam Deck, it was running almost 30 frames a second. It'd stay like 27 to 30, which I mean, it's not terrible, but I would prefer it to run at 60 or at least 30 frames a second at the at least you know you definitely need it i would say you want closer to 60 yeah if you can get it it's because there's sometimes where you're fighting a bunch of enemies at once that if it's like right running even at 30 it's gonna be like ah like i can't keep up with it very well it doesn't feel super smooth i also say i don't know i think it plays better with mouse and keyboard I could see Just that because of all the like inventory stuff that you do, yeah, or at least can do. 
Yeah, it's, it does have uh, controller support, but I haven't tried it. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it takes a it takes just a little getting used to, but yeah, it's not terrible. Um, not not that I've not from what I've tried. I mean, it's it's not too bad. So, like I said, it's it's a little bit of a curve to learn with controller, but once you figure it out, it's kind of like oh, now yeah. where I haven't played it in a couple of weeks, I'd probably go back and go, oh crap, I'm going to have to figure this out again because I don't remember. Um, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> But yeah, like sometimes with, that'll happen uh, in any game. So. True. Like with PC controls, it's pretty much just like your mouse and keyboard movement stuff. And then I've got like crouch and uh, the dodge button or whatever on my like mouse side buttons. And yeah. then a lot, most of the rest of the stuff is on the numbers. Yeah. Like switch to these things or switch to your other. You get like two hot bars. And then you have like your backpack inventory stuff and all that. So yeah, if you don't know what Shrouded is, it's pretty much kind of like an early access survival game that has also got a lot of quest-based stuff in it, like kind of like uh, an RPG, but it's not as involved as that. Yeah, it's mostly like, how, uh, hey, how's, uh, what was that Eric? How's, how's the? Life? There's building stuff, right? I know there's some crafting. Is there building too? Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like it's got some building. It's very, it's kind of similar to what um, Valheim does, where you have snapping, but you can turn okay. snapping off, and you have a bunch of pieces and materials, and you can like put it all together. You also, I just unlocked a recipe, so I can build my own grapple points. So I could like, if I wanted to, I could make a base, like a tower or something, and put That's grapple things on it. I haven't, but I could. Is uh, is it like is there weather that plays a part in it at all? You know, because you know, like building nope. in Val, because in Valheim, remember, it's got to be like all sheltered and protected. I'm like, oh, it's got a hole in the roof, yeah, and it's... I'm mad again. So the survival aspect of this game is lighter than what Valheim has. All right, I'll, similar, I'll, I'll take a look. Is, I'll take a look. It is similar to Valheim in that your all your food and stuff are buffs. You're not really like okay eating to live. You're not gonna die if you don't eat anything. It's just more yeah. like. If you eat this thing, it'll get you more health. Or if you eat this other thing, it'll get you more stamina. Or if you eat this other thing, you'll have more strength attribute or whatever. Because you do have, kind of like an RPG, you have different um, character attributes like strength and dexterity and stuff. And then you have a big old um, skill tree thing that's sort of set up like an expanding web. Like you start in the center of a circle and then there's like all this stuff that you can get out. I highly recommend going for double jump because it is awesome. <laughs> Once I got it, it's like, oh, I can just like, because you can even with the regular jump, you can kind of do some weird kind of like uh, Skyrim rolling up some weird hills. <laughs> but once you get the double jump, you can do that even more. And then you also have like the glider that you can glide with. Your grapple hook only works on like specific points. So you only use that kind of when you're in an area that's like a village or a city or something when you have the few places like that on the map. But out in the wilderness, you don't really use it that much. All right, I'll have to, I'll have to watch some videos. And, you know, the price, 30 bucks is that's a good price for a game. I, I like when yeah. things are 20 to 30. Yeah, I think they've said that it's going to go up once they're out of early access, but it just started, so it's going to be in early access for a while. Yeah, that's why I, went as, I just went ahead and bought it. It looked like something to be interested in, and if it's an early access game, yeah, I'd go ahead and buy it now, even though I may not play it, because you never know. It may go up in price yeah. when it comes out, so you know, get it at a introductory price or whatever you want to call it, so... Uh, so oh, yeah, I've gotten oh, quite a bit of things unlocked in there so far, but there's still plenty that I haven't done. But I've been playing it solo, so it's you know only okay. going as quick as one person doing yeah. it versus like I would like to try it out. I'd like to try the co-op out. I'd like to try it out. I don't. Do you yeah. do you make servers on there? Is that the or do you just? I don't remember. 
There's three options. You either start like a private game where you're just by yourself. You can start a public game where you're starting your own game and your friends can join. And I think there's a server option is the third one. I can't re- Yeah, I can't remember now. I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. I'll have to look into it. But it's yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure how well it would be in co-op. It's just be a bunch of people in there just doing stuff. So it's not yeah. like it's guided that way. And if, from what I remember, unless they've changed it, it's all kind of like this progression is tied to the server not to the player so if there's a bunch of quests on the map you're playing and someone finishes it i think everyone who's online at that point gets credit but if you join later then that quest is just you're out of luck so that doesn't matter if you're playing single player but if you're playing kind of as a co-op thing i i don't know if they've addressed it or not. i just remember reading an article about it right after the game came out yeah but i i unlocked a better glider recently and i was like oh this is so awesome i can go farther because <laughs> it goes it goes a bit faster and it has a longer uh, like longer range on it so it's like oh i can just go up to the top of this you know warp tower and then i can go fly off over here and make it all the way to the village instead of like halfway there this is awesome <laughs> it's always nice <laughs> <laughs> and i've got after a bunch of different like armor types, so the armor I have now doesn't look like rags, which is great. Yeah, because the armor that you start with is pretty like, oh, this is just like ratty clothes, and then you get some. It's like this is kind of like it's not called this, but this is like your rusty armor, and then you yeah, have yeah. like your kind of cool armor, and then like they just keep getting better and better as you go. I guess you have different ones you can build too, so you can have like if you want to do more like magic stuff, you can like um go out into like the magic tree or if you want to do more like range you can go into dexterity if you want to do more like melee you can go more into kind of like the strength for your skill tree but they also have like armors that are more tailored to each one of those so like the armor that you craft after the first one or two sets you can get kind of like an archer set or you can get a warrior set or like a magician set or a wizard set whatever they call them a bunch of different things but they give you different buffs and different kind of like stat increases based on that. So it's like this one, if you're going to be more of like a tanky build or whatever, you're going to have a lot more kind of like protection. But this one over here has more protection from magic. And so it just kind of depends on how you want to play it. So far, I've just been going around and like uh, smacking things with a sword a lot because I've got unlocked a double jump and I unlock jump attack. So I can just go around and just like smack a group of enemies with a like ground slam kind of jump attack and like hurt them all at once. I'm like, yes, this is fun. (laughs) And then I eat more wolf meat and move on because that's one of the things you get a lot of. It's like one of the few like things that you get like the whole beginning area of the game is like there's wolves and then there's like these goat looking things that are harder to get than the wolves because the wolves attack you they come to you so you just get them and then you have like this wolf like meat that you cook and then it gives you extra health so it's like i'm eating that all the time (laughs) give me a bigger health bar yep absolutely but yeah it's cool like today i made it to the city that's like an abandoned city that's kind of halfway up the mat Mm. and i beat the first like actual like boss boss because I've done, I guess, what they would classify as kind of, like, mini-bosses mm. uh, in other places on the map. But this one was like, oh, this one actually took a couple of tries and had a really big health bar. And I had to do a bunch of, like, buffs and use all the potions I've been getting that I hadn't used yet. It's like, all right, this is a boss. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I killed it and took its head and then used it to upgrade my base. There you All go. Right. <laughs> I, I think I'm interested. I'm going to talk to my brother and see if he wants to do some co-op stuff. Yeah. You know, just kind of casual play. 30 bucks. I mean, look, I played Valheim. I got to the snow boss and I got stuck because everybody else I know had finished it and no one else wanted mm-hmm. to help me and I did not enjoy the building. No. Yeah. I did not the building it. in Valheim is actually pretty good. If oh, but you I have don't a care. bunch of materials to play I, I with, want right? a pre I want a pre-made house. I click, it goes, Burp, done. I go, yeah. yeah. You don't have that stuff. here, but I've built just basically a giant basic box that I put a yeah. door on each yeah. wall, and That's then that way I can put a bunch of crafting tables and stuff in there. Because yeah. Yeah. Uh, the you get NPCs in the game. There's like five of them, I think, that are like a blacksmith, a hunter, a farmer, an alchemist, and a carpenter. And they have, once you get them, then they'll be like, hey, go on this quest to get this thing so that we can build a crafting station for me so that I can unlock more things I can make. But they all have to be kind of in shelter uh, for it to work is one of the requirements for some of the, like, the basic stuff they can do. But, like, I just have a big box that they all just stand around in it. (laughs) I haven't bothered to build much things yet. (laughs) They do a cool thing, though, for the, to incentivize you for building, uh, and decorating your base because based on the shelter you get like a rested buff that gives you better stamina and stamina regen and maybe some health too i forget but like the more quote-unquote comfort you have in your base the longer that lasts so right now i have mine up to like 28 minutes until it runs out so that's kind of how they incentivize like hey okay put some build a nice chair and a nice bed and put it in there and it'll up your kind of like rating so that like you get a little bit more time on your rested bonus oh yeah that's cool yeah i haven't done much building but there's i've gotten unlocked enough stuff i was like oh i could do some fun stuff with this i just haven't bothered because i've been out like oh i want to go do that quest thing or i want to go get that (laughs) i want to go find that treasure oh yeah Oh, the quest reward for that? Is it a legendary bow? Sure, I'll go get that. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So, yeah, I'm not sure how much more I'll play it. I'll probably play a little bit more because it is fun to just kind of like explore and run around the map some, but like the combat doesn't like really expand over time. So there's like a couple of the bosses, like mini boss things. I was like, hey, I've killed like two or three each of you. And I know there's probably some more of these in some camps around the map somewhere. And there's only kind of like three enemy types or well enemy factions i guess not enemy types that i've encountered so far i'm sure maybe the other biomes will have some once i get there but yeah, yeah i don't know i'm just kind of like yeah i've played a lot i've had some fun but i and maybe it's time to put it down for a while until they update it and then come back to it later yeah i i could see that and there's there's totally nothing wrong with that you know that's that's early access games you know it's yep yeah, that's... that's how it is but yeah yeah like it's you pay 30 bucks for it now you could easily get 30 bucks out of it it's got oh, quite yeah. a lot there yeah but yeah that's what i've been playing cool eric what have you been playing oh yeah my turn uh i'm the most interesting i don't know that stupid brotato game i don't know why <laughs> i'm fire up the xbox i'm like i'm gonna play this i'm like oh look brotato play it for like an hour my wife's like you're still playing that game like i said last week last time you still play that game with that potato and guns I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know it's that, that game scratches that vampire survivor itch really bad because i'm just like wow the guns the different potatoes and they just look funny i don't know yeah um let's see what else have i been playing uh, i bought hell divers because a friend recommended it hell divers 2 right I, I played one back in the day that was a ps3 game top down co-op if i remember 
and you were like a World War Two pilot or World War Two in the military. I think I don't remember. You were like fighting aliens, John. You remember uh, all that? Before? You know what? I didn't play it, so I don't know. I remember being okay, but my buddy's like, "You got to get this. You got to get this." And I was like, "All right, you know, I'll buy it digitally." I bought it, played it like uh, last night for about four hours. It's interesting. It is definitely squad based. You need some friends. The randoms are fine, but it's killing monsters or killing robots, and yeah. it is very like Destiny like. Is that a good way to describe? Well, it? Well, that's what I've heard people say that it's a very, oh, very Destiny like. You could do stuff with your gear and cosmetic upgrades. And like, yeah. It's we'll like see. Destiny if it had a Starship Troopers like yeah. skin. Yeah, yeah. Killing the bu- killing the bugs is very fun. I'm like, ooh, Starship Troopers. But the, and, like, the robots are Terminator-like, kind of. So it's kind of interesting fighting them, but the bugs are more interesting. And you can, you, know, you can like, revive your buddy and call in big weapons and stuff. It, it's it's entertaining. Most missions are, like, 10 to 15 minutes. You ramp up the difficulty, it gets harder. It plays well. The servers are getting hammered over the weekend. It took me, like, 20 minutes to join. And then... Yeah, I just saw something uh, where they apparently had to like put a hard limit on it because it's just like they're a victim of their own success of yeah, like, selling, like, hey, crazy. we got a got a good word of mouth after launch, and so like after like a couple weeks or whatever we're at now, it's like it keeps getting more and more people, in, and they're just like we can't keep up. Yeah, yeah and well, it's, it's a things. Sony, it's a Sony release, and they this is they haven't really had a lot. And this Sony year, can so. thank their lucky stars that the they put it on PC and oh, yeah. because that's yeah. what's driving it. I think it's not it, because I, it's on PlayStation. It was on cross, okay. Crossplay too. Yeah, yeah. it would have done good on PlayStation only if it was only on there like kind of like they did for you know most of their games to this point but because it's also on steam and it's a good game even though it has like you know some issues and bugs and things with it that like enough people like this is awesome let's play it i think that's part of what's driven it a lot of like the snowball effect is people just getting it on steam and then it's just because steam's such a big platform too it's like snowballed in both places right yeah and that's good you can play with each other yeah it's 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 definitely popular. It's entertaining. I think it's a good co-op game to have. We'll see. I may have jumped on a little too soon, but I was looking for something to play—a good multiplayer game. I would be willing to bet also that because people are a little soured on Destiny at this point too, that like mm-hmm. when this game comes out, that's enough similar to it that is like good enough. People are like, "Ooh, something new and fun. Let's do it." Yeah, and there's lots of little like bonus objectives you get too. Like you're playing your mission, you get it done, and no matter what, even if you die and wipe, you still get experience. So I'm like, all right, it's not a total loss of five to ten minutes when the bugs eat me. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The, only the bugs we... are the only ones getting the XP here. That's <laughs> right. Come here, you giant thing. It looks like some Starship Troopers. I'm going to summon, summon an orbital laser and cook you. Uh, I've been recently playing a lot of Wii shooting games. I have no idea why. I bought a new Zapper because the one I had for pretty cool. Oh, man. There are... That is... If the weed, you know, the weed did great with first party games, but the shooting stuff on the Wii, it's pretty dang good. Like, there is a lot of options. The Resident Evil shooting games, top notch. I have both those. I played Darkside Chronicles yesterday for like an hour, and I forgot how much I liked it. Um, I recently rebought uh, LA Machine Guns and Gunblade. That's that arcade conversion from Sega that was in the 90s. Mm. Yeah. I don't know why that game is so expensive. It's not, it's not great. <laughs> uh, Attack, Attack of the Movies is interesting. I had never played that. Um, it comes with 3D glasses. It's definitely kid-friendly. It's, it's pretty good, though. I played that for like 20 minutes a day. It's fun. It's easy to play. 
Um, oh yeah, target terror as well. If you like uh, area like maximum force, target terror is very good. It used to be pretty expensive too to get for the Wii because it was I think near the end of its life. But now you get them like 40, 30 or forty bucks. It's good. And also, my wife will play these with me. Yeah, that's she'll, she'll grab the perfect shot or the zapper. She'll jump in. We'll play. She likes the Resident Evil. She liked the House of the Dead uh, Overkill. She liked that yep. a lot too. She's like it's. Dumb. Yeah, me and Nikki yeah, played dumb. a lot of those together. And it works great on the big, you know, 65-inch downstairs. And there's plenty of places, you know, to see and stuff. Yeah. Just been playing a lot. Probably we'll play more just because it's something for us to do and play together. Um, I, I want to play, what it was, I wanted to play I was Prince like, of Persia this week, but I, I didn't get to yeah. I just ran out of time. I remember what it was called, but I played, like, a Rabbids game back in the day that was a shooter game. Thing, or maybe it's shooter levels in one of the Rabbids game on the Wii. I do not remember. Maybe the raving one or the one of the TVs. I forget which one. It could be because it might not have been the whole game, but maybe it's just they had some shooter levels because like, okay, it's the Wii, so we'll do all the different you know gimmicky things. Because I'm pretty sure it was like a launch or near launch title that I'm thinking of, and I can't remember the name of it, but I know it was on the Wii, and it has it's been that long since I've played it because it was way back then. Yeah, you know, it's one of the only, it's it's it, downstairs it, share, it shares space with the. Uh... Series S and the Switch, and I don't play the Wii that much, but it's good to be down there. It's good hooked up. If it's hooked up, then I'll occasionally fire it up and play it. Be like, oh, this is cool. But, yeah, oh, we yeah. played oh, a lot you know, of those. I mean, the dead, the dead. Oh, uh, uh, Sin and Punishment's good too. So is uh, Dead Space Extraction, which I have only played. Oh yeah, that one was good. Yeah, Ghost Squad is fun too. It's just like time crisis. It's really short. Finish. Yeah, we played that Target Terror a lot and the House of the Dead mm-hmm. stuff. And, because yeah. Nikki loved There's to a, play those kind of games. Reload is kind of cool, interesting too. That was a budget one. That was under twenty. I think like under twenty when it came out. And that's a bunch of like arcade shooting and stuff. It's kind of mm-hmm. cool. It's easy to play. I was looking for actually. I found they have like an assault rifle Wii attachment too. I was like, oh, I should get that. But I was like, nah. I got a couple zappers and a perfect shot. Good enough. I don't need more plastic accessories. I already got a bin full of them. <laughs> that is that is it. I really haven't been playing much, but now I'm definitely uh, interested in Shrouded. So I have to check that. Maybe we'll go play some more Helldivers, too. Kill some bugs. Yeah, I hear the Helldivers game is really good. And then a lot of people are playing it on PC, like you said, Nathaniel. That's that's where I've heard most of the rumblings at, is PC players. So, good on them. I mean, they're still playing plenty on PlayStation as well. So, they're kind of like driving each other up, I think. So, everyone's just talking about it. And yeah. so, therefore, like, oh, well, I'll try that game is been said often enough that they just hit snowball. People are like, what is this? Yeah. Now the servers are like, ah, oh, we can't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Well, let's get into a few news stories. Um, last week, or I guess the week, the week after, the last week we recorded, uh, a lot of rumors started going around that week that Microsoft was going third party. There was all these first party games that were going to go third party and uh, our first part or third party and all this and that. And a lot of people really ran with the rumor on social media stuff. So Phil Spencer had come out and said, look, we were going to make this announcement of, you know, kind of where we're going to in the future. We'll move it up and we're going to do it next week. So they did it like the 15th, I think. And yeah. They put together a podcast instead of whatever they were probably yeah. originally going to do just because they're like, we got to do something now. Yeah. So, 
on that podcast, I, which I listened to. I don't know. I don't know if you guys. I watched to it or not. kind of fun. Kind I of did. funny watching it. So I had video footage of okay. the kind of funny guys watching the podcast, yeah. like the video version of that podcast. Yeah. So I was like, I'm, I'm watching all of it. Inception. Together. I'm watching a podcast of a yes. podcast watching a podcast. Oh my gosh! Okay, they didn't just want to just watch the one with like Phil Spencer and yeah. all of them just talking, which would be fine. I wanted to have like my you know gaming people commentary on top of that as yeah. well at the same time <laughs> yeah and i i didn't watch the kind of funny i was going to but it was i had forgotten about it i just finished dinner and i'd sat down and i went oh yeah that was today because i had like i said i haven't been going on twitter very much so i really didn't pay you know i it, it, oh, I, I, I knew all about it because kind of funny for like their daily games uh their games daily like news show or whatever for the four or five or so before they were going to do Microsoft did their thing. There's like them talking about rumors the whole time, all the different stuff. And then they mentioned it on there. However early they announced that they're going to do like a podcasty thing. So it's like, okay, I know this is coming up. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I just, I'd totally forgotten about it, but anyway. Yeah. So, um, uh, Spencer had, uh, said there would be four titles coming going a multi-platform to switch and PlayStation. He didn't say if there was Switch and PlayStation, Switch or PlayStation, they didn't, you know, how that was going to be. They didn't even say anything. They just said, like, other platforms. Yeah, so they they weren't going to announce what ones they were because they said the, the, the studios were wanting to announce it or something, or I don't know exactly. I've heard, like, that's the kind of what he said, but I also heard some other people making some guesses that also make sense to me of, like, they probably have deals with Sony or Nintendo or whoever about kind of yeah. like how these things are revealed. So you cannot do, you know, you can't jump the gun because like there's a bunch of rumors. You right. can't specifically yeah. say stuff, but there's yeah. enough kind of like leaks and guesses. And based on them saying two are smaller titles and two are community driven games and people guessing on which ones those would be. Well, and I, and I, when he said that, I go, okay, it's uh, one of them Sea of Thieves. Um, the other one is probably Half Rob Rush. Um, the other one's probably Pentiment, and I don't know what the third one would be, or the fourth Grounded. one would be. Grounded. Okay, Grounded yeah. yeah. So those are the four that everyone's, like, saying based on kind of, like, assuming some stuff and also some of the leaks and rumors yeah. and stuff. I think that they could kind of pull a fast one and there'd be something different in there, but those seem the most four likely. Yeah. Like, they could be like, okay, Halo Infinite's somewhere else, too. They could do that. I highly doubt they're yeah, going to. Yeah, I don't think like, they are too. That's... that's a little bit too Xboxy. Yeah. Even though that might help uh, that game, you know, get a bigger audience or something too. Because that's part of what they're saying on that podcast of like they're kind of doing this a little bit almost as an experiment, even though they didn't actually use those words. Of right. Like, We're gonna put mm-hmm. try doing these things, and the whole idea is to grow Xbox as a thing so like say we put the these games out there and then like a sequel comes out or something then like people will be interested in playing that mm-hmm. and hey look it's on the xbox you know so i doubt that they would do that with do something like put halo out there just because even if you don't have an xbox you already kind of like know what halo is right. so if you were interested in it you would be going to xbox to play it anyway because right. you know what that game is from it being around for decades but something like, you know, say Sea of Thieves or Grounded makes sense to put that out there because it's a live service. So mm-hmm. you get more people in there. You inject some, you know, community into those games now when they've been around for a while. 
So where if you hadn't, they would just kind of like stayed where they are. But this might bump them up some and yeah. get more people playing them. Yeah, see, and then Thieves something with like Hi Fi Rush and Pentiment, where they were kind of like little critical hits, and like a decent amount of people played them on Game Pass and stuff. But they're pretty much run their course at this point. So if you can put them out elsewhere and get some more money on them, yeah. and get people being like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, maybe it yep. allows them to get budget to do either sequels to those games or just continue to doing small games like that when their mm, studios yeah. want to. So that's kind of what it seemed like they're saying. Yeah, like, that's a good way. Like if it's already successful, you know, put it on the other platform, get that revenue coming. Yeah, revenue right. Coming. Yeah, I mean, especially if it's like an exclusive. And I and I think that's it. Seems like maybe that might be the way uh, the industry is going. You know, you may get, you yeah. know, and even even Sony's president. Uh, uh, or uh, PlayStation's president, well, Sony's president said that he wants to grow first party with going multi-platform with stuff. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you know, and this well. is even, and this is, you know, and this is the, you know, this is Japan saying this. You know, this is not Sony of America. This is like Sony, Sony. You know, saying we want, you know, and and they have to look at numbers for games that they've released on Steam and PC and go. You know, wow! Look at Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, we sold X number of copies on. Yeah, but that PlayStation. doesn't count. PC doesn't count because it's kind of like the like the one that they don't like that they just kind of ignore as a platform. It does. Uh, it's not a platform. Whenever they're talking about multi-platform, it's like console to console. That's what they're talking about. Because like Microsoft has put stuff on PC for quite a while now, well, yeah. but they don't really like talk about it that way. I mean, they're talking about, like, okay, you play it on whatever screen you want, blah, 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 whatever dumb kind of, like, uh, corporate speak, like, buzzwords they put on it at the whichever day you get them talking about it. But, like, Sony's been putting some stuff out on PC, and, like, they're not really talking about it, like, okay, this is going multi-platform. It's just like, no, we're putting them out on PC, because PC's (laughs) this other thing. It's not a console. And that's all they really care about is, like, how well they do within, like, the three console, like, together. Like, are we doing well enough to continue to sell hardware and continue our business and all that stuff? We might not be the number one console maker or whatever, but we're still doing really good. That's kind of what they care about. Like, we're competing with Sony. We're not really competing with Windows or PC or whatever. Well, and I mean... In his, it's dumb, but that's kind of how they seem to think well, about it. To me. And I mean, in his quote, he said other platforms like computers. I mean, he specifically said computers as a platform. So, I mean, yeah, but that's just a silly thing that like Spencer is saying. No, no, no. I'm is, talking about Sony's president saying Sony. it. <laughs> I yeah, mean, he I called know. it as a he that, called computers that's a as safe a platform. One. It's like that one is like, who cares? You could put it on PC all day, and none of your like shareholders are going to care. But if they start putting games out on Xbox. That's the thing that's like okay, that would be crazy. Well, and and see, I don't on PlayStation like putting out like hey, if Halo comes out on a Sony machine, or if say like the next God of War comes out on an Xbox, that would be a much much bigger deal than whatever we're talking about here with like Xbox putting these smaller games over, or you know, hey, either one of them putting stuff on PC. That's almost business as usual at this point. It's just more like which ones are they going yeah, to spend yeah. the money to put on PC? Well, I think I think it's I think it's just I don't think it has anything to do with consoles. That con, his quote. I think it's I think it's more he's wanting more first party PlayStation games on PC, not just yeah. the select but few. That's not and that's not going multi platform. That's all I'm saying. It's like if he was that. It's like okay, yeah, that makes sense because like. They've been doing that and seeing enough success. Of course, they want to put more of their first-party stuff on PC because they're making money there. Right. But they're not going to be like, 
You know what? We want to put the next uh, Last of Us and God of War, and we're going to make a new Uncharted because we know people like that, and we're going to make, you know, all these other things and all that Final Fantasy that we've been paying a bunch of money to Square to just only be over here. Let's throw all that on Xbox, too. Like, they're not doing that. No, no. They're, <laughs> and that's what I say. They're, they're, they're calling PC a platform. Especially with Steam Deck. That is a platform. Steam is a platform, though. Well, yeah, that's my argument is they are platforms, but they don't treat them as platforms that matter to their business as far as, like, who they're in competition with. Right. Well, not not now. They're not in competition with PC. No one's saying, like, oh, man, we got to compete with that PC. It's like, no, we got to get stuff on PC so we can sell more stuff. Versus how they think about each other, uh, like the consoles, right? right. Like well, Sony is competing with the, you know, Microsoft. But I don't. We're having console wars, all that nonsense. Right? I don't think. I don't. I don't. I think that's what they're referring to as multi-platform. I don't think they're talking about bringing their games to Xbox and Nintendo, especially not Nintendo. I know. Sony which is and what I'm Nintendo. Saying, them saying multi-platform doesn't count. That's what I'm saying because they're already doing like it's kind of like the the platform is PlayStation and PC. Or Xbox and PC, like the, that combo is like those games. That is the quote-unquote platform that they're thinking of. Well, yeah, but it's that's just like the Sony games. multi-platform not, though, because that's they're two. not doing anything well, that's interesting. They're not. They're not saying anything that's interesting. I don't know. Interesting I think it's very be like, interesting because they're no, talking about bringing. Interesting more... would be if they're saying like, "Hey, we won't put stuff on Xbox." That would be interesting. No, <laughs> I and think might... bringing anything more to PC is more, it's interesting. That's interesting because you're bringing more first party games to a platform. That's interesting because Sony has always been this walled thing and they'll let ones out every once in a while. But I mean, you're talking. They put out a lot on PC at this point though. Well, so, like, yeah, but I mean. More on PC is not, you know, what surprising at all. What if it's day and date? <laughs> I mean, they didn't say that, that but like, what is it? You know, cool, what if it is? I... I don't know. That to me, I think said that yet. no, but I think saying multi-platform for Sony, you know, especially PC or anything, because usually yeah. PC is an Baby afterthought steps. for them. Yeah, I True. mean, that's Baby step. a huge, just you know, huge thing for Sony. If they, yeah. especially if they say, well, we're going to do it, you know, in a month, a month after release, it's going to be on PC too, or yeah, like maybe where we're at right years, now, Sony no. is taking baby steps towards maybe doing their games day and date on PC and console at the same time, and then Microsoft is taking baby steps towards like, why don't we throw some stuff out over here onto like the Sony and Nintendo platforms because like, what have we got to lose over here? Well, and I think what <laughs> that seems where to... like each of each of them were kind of positioning themselves a little bit at the moment. Well, and I I think what you're going to see is with all these stupid. Uh, uh, you know, pay for whatever, whatever, you know, like Sea of Thieves and stuff, you know, the, um, well, what do they call them? The, um, you know, shoot, like Halo and stuff, or uh, uh, Destiny and stuff. Um, you know, live service games? Live service. Gosh, I could not think of live service to save my I was life. Try, I was trying to figure out where you were going with um, it and couldn't figure it out until you got there. I couldn't, yeah. I, and I kept going. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, live service. Okay. Yeah, live service. I could not think of live <laughs> service for some reason. That really that really hurt um, <laughs> to try to get live service out. Those gears are grinding a bit. Jeez. Well, it's, you know, usually <laughs> we don't record on Sunday nights. It's been a long time since we recorded on Sunday nights, so it's, it's for yeah. my brain to get working, apparently. But if <laughs> they're bringing out as many live service games as Sony says they're bringing out. They're going to have to put some of that on, you know, on PCs day one yeah. to make some money. You know, well, well, they're doing. They've already said that they're doing all yeah. the live service games day one, but that's not not going to work out for them unless they just 
completely spaced them out a lot further than it seems like they're wanting to. It's, They've already backtracked on some of them because they had like however many in development, and they're like, okay, some of these aren't going to be coming out for a while. But they're still putting out quite a few. And it's like you can only have so many live service yeah. games before there's too many. Eric, is is Helldivers feel like a live service game? I don't know anything about it. Is it live servicey? Oh. Or not? It is. Uh, it feels a little bit like that, but you know, like I said, I'll, I'll play more and notice it. But yeah, I, I think so. It's more of like, hi, okay. there's all this cool stuff you can buy to add to your character. Also, if you do this mission, you get this stuff. Okay, Ooh, but only these yeah, coins yeah. cost this much. So I'm like, oh, yes. oh, yeah, okay, then that's a live service game. Yep, that's it is. Very much so, a lot I'm like, game. I'm like, look, I can spend my Helldiver currency on a cape, or I can spend it on the shotgun. I'm like, hmm, shotgun, it is. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, so. I don't need no fancy cape. Give me that gun so I can shoot but, the bugs better. Let me throw this out of here. What if it was a cape? made out of shotguns or or, or <laughs> rocket boots with guns with shotguns what game wasn't there a game where some somebody had like shotguns in their feet and they could boost using that that's what i think about it maybe i'm thinking of something else. i don't know that would pretty cool. that you could have cool. shotguns on your feet in uh the bayonetta games <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It bayonetta. and uh, oh, yeah. or pistols you could swap them out with yeah. different guns but that's what we Getting back to the Xbox thing, we took a big little <laughs> turn there to get to it. Um, That's what we do here. Yeah, we do. Um, Spencer <laughs> confirmed that Starfield and Indiana Jones were not part of the first uh, of the four games. Um, Man, but he—that's that, that, a thing that, that made I'm me excited laugh. for that Indiana Jones game. Oh, I am too. It looks really cool. Yeah. Well, what's and, you know? He, what makes me laugh is what people think he said versus what he actually said. Yeah, well, he said what he basically I, said is it's not one of these four. Right. That doesn't mean that they weren't going to consider putting out the Indiana Jones game on other things at some point in the future. But I, you know, I, they may not. It's just. He did not completely eliminate it like some right. people think. Yeah, he and he said that. I mean, well, he flat out said, I mean, and, and his quote was, I don't think said. we should, as an industry, ever rule out games going to another platform. That's literally what he said. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, that's, that's and that says, no, it's not coming to any other platform right now. You know, it's, you know, it's only going to be on PC and Xbox. I think what's going to end up happening with, a lot of the Microsoft games, and I think you're going to see the Bethesda stuff and the Activision stuff, they'll release on Xbox first, Xbox and PC first, and then like six months down the road, they'll come out on PlayStation. But I don't mm-hmm. think you'll see games like Forza and Halo no. and that kind of stuff. Like- true, I, I, I say this with quotes, true first-person games from Microsoft. I mean, yes, Bethesda is now a first-person publisher, and, and Activision first party, is first-party, yeah. but... I still don't consider those games necessary. Those companies necessarily first party. Um, well, it's because they are, you know, very recently under the Microsoft yeah. umbrella on the grand scheme of things. Even Bethesda, which has been there for a little bit, but give it a decade, and then who knows what will be then? Yeah, so, who knows? Yeah, but things will change by then. But for now, yeah, I agree with you. That makes sense. Yeah, and I, I think I, I think this is the way the industry is is really is is looking to turn because they're starting to see they they can make a lot more money than just bringing out a thing on the console and selling six million consoles and yeah, this is you know seven million copies. Well, I mean, game it depends you... on the game, right? So like, you've got to have like a big you know some exclusives in there that are a big yeah. job. Be like, hey, buy our hardware; it plays best here. But also. There's something to be said for kind of like the way Microsoft is trying to put it, where like, hey, no, you could play it on a bunch of different things. Just, you know, we are a platform that exists almost in the cloud, so to speak, because they have cloud and they have PC and you can play it on your Xbox or you can play it on, you know, like a bunch of different places. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all Xbox. 
I wonder if Sony might start doing a little bit more of that in the future too or not, just mm-hmm. depending on how well it works for Microsoft over the next however many years. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. But, you know, and, and even Phil Spencer said, said they're, you know, they're already looking into the next Xbox. It's not that they're not going to stop making hardware. Of course and, they are, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's only, there's only two places. Well, I mean, technically, I guess three places you can get Game Pass. Xbox, PC, and Cloud. I mean, but you have to have, you know, you, you, but, yeah. you know, Game Pass is not going to be on PlayStation. It's not going to be on Switch, you know, or whatever Nintendo console there is. So, I mean, I, I mean, that's for two reasons. One, because they're not really pushing for it. Right. And two, there's no way that Sony or Nintendo really would want Game Pass on there. No, I mean, Sony's got <laughs> their the own problem, version, right? you know, their own. <laughs> It's a version of Game Pass, but not yeah. a version of Game well, Pass. Even Game if Pass. they even if they didn't have that, I still don't think that they would no. want Game Pass on their on their. No, system. I don't think they would either. But I mean, it's it's going to be interesting, and I know a lot of people were, you know, upset about it. But I'm like, why? That just means more games for everybody else. You know, more. I don't know. Internet rage. But, yeah, I think ah! it's one of those things where because Microsoft is quote unquote in third place or whatever, they're still doing you know decent, but they're, they're trying yeah, they're still more experiments money. with stuff yeah. versus where Sony's just like, hey, we're doing what we do and we don't have to change things up too too much because we're raking in all the money, so we're good. So they're not like trying to like grasp at all these different yeah. things. Like, well, what if this works? Well, what if this works? Which Microsoft is doing a little bit more of. Yeah. So this is just a, another example of that kind of thing. We're like, okay, we're going to put these four out, see how they do, see what happens with it, see yeah. if we can attract more people yeah. to Xbox. If that does, maybe they'll have some other smaller games or you know, live service games go out too. I think Who it's. Knows? I think it's going to. I think it's going to come down to the only company that's ever going to be able to get away with. This is our console, and these are our games, and you know, you're never going to be able to play them anywhere else. Is Nintendo? Nintendo. It's Nintendo. Yeah. I mean, they. That I don't see Nintendo ever doing that because nintendo is nintendo and kids love nintendo and adults love nintendo and old people love nintendo and nintendo is nintendo and, until you know. nintendo falls off of a cliff and stays there like they put yeah. like three wii u's out in a row that don't do yeah. it very well yeah. maybe well, then yeah. they might try to change stuff up but even now you can see like they had the wii u and that was like unequivocally not great for them but then they turn around and they have the switch which is like insanely mm-hmm. good for them so yeah. you're and like that's the thing is nintendo you know, can get away with it yeah when they had when they had their poor their poor selling consoles like the gamecube just use that as an example their handheld line was doing good mm-hmm. the wii u same thing 3ds was going doing good so I mean, yeah. they're not—they're not going to have a handheld console, and they'll maybe they'll have no, because console. they're going to keep doing these right. hybrid consoles. They're not going to have a real, another handheld. You need a real stinker, like you know, two, two, two things in a row. I think as long as they keep doing this hybrid Switch-like console, that they'll be fine. Because yeah. that's... don't worry, just to spite um, us, they'll make sure that anything we bought on the eShop doesn't work on the next console. <laughs> that that will—I will throw a shoe. I will throw a shoe. Oh shoe! I, I thought oh, he was. For you, I thought he was going to throw something else. Yeah, I thought he was going to throw <laughs> something else that started with an S and not a shoe. It was like. <laughs> well, I mean, a sharpay. Yeah, a sharpay. Talked about this a shart. Most likely, they're going to make it backwards compatible. I would. I can't see why they would. I don't have that much eShop stuff, but I know people that have a ton. That yeah. is. The last place I'll buy stuff. Well, and I have I mean, a even if it's even if it's super cheap and a good deal, I'm like, okay. Maybe. I have so a ton I'm, of eShop stuff on my 3ds. You know, I mean, oh, I still yes. have a ton of it, and it's all on. I have it all downloaded because I got a, uh, I think a 
512 gigabyte card in my 3ds so i could store like 40,000 games on it. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah with the file size of 3ds games you could fit quite a yeah, lot yeah i mean there's <laughs> i have pages you know how that have the grid and you make the grid the smallest that you could with all the little i have like uh, seven pages of that that i cycle through together. yeah like, I, I remember when the store closed i bought a bunch of stuff that was really hard to find or was kind of like limited to just you know stuff that yeah. wasn't put out anything else which is what i should have done on the wii but getting stuff transferred from wii to wii is a little bit of a pain yeah it is what it is i think you're right about nintendo there they'll do keep doing their thing and you know until they have a couple stinkers yeah. i don't see them well, and out. even it would be interesting to see some of their stuff go on the PC. Oh, it would. I would love to see some of that stuff on the PC. You know, especially playing GameCube games and and Switch games on my Steam Deck. It's like, yeah, I would love to see because they run better and they look yeah, I was a like, nicer. If I could play Zelda on PC, ooh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I, you are not wrong, but I mean, we'll see. I mean, I. If Nintendo was smart, they'll they'll make it backwards compatible yeah. and up, you know, and all that and that. And I'm sh- yeah. At this point, it I think they will. Like, yeah, it sounds like the we won't see the console this year, like there was originally thinking that it might happen. But it seems like it'll probably be 2025. But I bet we'll probably at least know something about it before the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, I think so. Everybody seems to be pointing at March of next year right now, which is good. I'm... Well, I mean, that's when they put the Switch yep. out. It was kind of was March mm-hmm. something or other, right? Yeah, Way it was like 1st of March. Many years ago. I was a slow adapter of the, of the Switch when it came out. But I was knows, not. I it... bought that sucker day one. You know how many... Because Nintendo, it makes more sense to put it in March than putting it in the holiday with all the big games yeah. and all the other mm-hmm. stuff. Just like put it out here a little bit where there's nothing to compete with and they know they're going to sell. We'll put it out in March and then when the holidays roll around, we'll have a Pokemon game or something that'll sell 20 million right? copies for yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I bought that thing. I, you know, I sat back and thought the other day, how many Switch consoles have I had? I've had a lot of them. Um, I bought one, I bought the day one, uh, the launch one. And then a month later, Nikki wanted one. So I bought her one and then the switch Lite came out and I ended up buying one of those and taking on the road with me instead of the switch. I could leave the switch at home. Uh, then the OLED version came out. So I got rid of both of those, the original and that one bought the OLED version. And then the Zelda edition came out and I ended up getting rid of the OLD OLED version and buying the Zelda version. Well, no, I didn't. I gave the OLED version to Nikki, so I didn't sell it. <laughs> See, we've had a lot of we've had a lot of switches in this house, at least five or six in the past seven years. And that's how Nintendo makes money. Yeah, exactly. That's how they make money. <laughs> um, I've had one. It's my launch one, and it still works yep. for the little that I play it. So it's fine. It still worked when I wanted to play Zelda last year, so that's fine. It yep. worked. It and I, ha- I have the one I won at PAX West. It had been out for like a year, I think, and I won it, and it's downstairs. It sits in the dock. I play stuff occasionally on it with my Pro Controller. I go, oh, I like me these first-party games. Yep. It, my, my biggest issue is usually when there's a port, and you know, it's like, well, I can play it on Xbox or PS5 or PC. Yeah. I'm going to go there. Yeah, I mean, I usually if it, the only games I play on Switch is games that I can only play on Switch. Is yeah, yeah there's like a, I think it, especially yeah. now that Steam Decks come out, I don't buy any. You know, a lot of it was third party, and I would have this because I would take it on the road. But now that Steam Deck and Rog and the Rog Allies out, it's like eh, I'll buy it there. Just keep it for my you know Nintendo games that I want you know to play. So 
yeah, Steam Deck's been, uh, I haven't even, I haven't taken my Series S out of the travel case in a year. It probably needs yeah. way updated. Um, I'm still, I'm, I, I, I'm still on the fence too. If you know, if I buy, if I buy a Series X, then I can get rid of my Series S, and I can get rid of my original Xbox too, because most of the games I have that I still have for original Xbox are are either backwards compatible. I own them digitally on one of uh, two other platforms. Yeah. Why am I lugging this VCR brick around? Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things that you know they talked about was briefly was you know your digital library moving to the next thing you know that they have so and keeping it with you with their not only you know I I like the buy it on the Windows Store have it on Xbox and Windows my problem is is Steam is is where I really want things at and it's it's hard for me to to buy a game I mean, on Windows it's just what a, we. we we trust Steam and GOG the most, right? I gotta throw GOG out there. I I, I trust Microsoft. I mean, so far yeah, they Microsoft haven't let me down. I mean, pretty good. I mean, there's been some stuff delisted that, which is weird too. Like it gets delisted. Like the like Fallout games got delisted for a little while, then got bought, got brought back. Yeah. No idea well, what a lot of those delisting stuff that's out of their control. I mean, you yeah, know, I yeah. mean, if if like the publisher just doesn't renew the the copyright yeah, or the yeah. licensing, then but it's if you buy go. it. But if you buy it before it's delisted, yeah. you got it. Still, yeah, you still got still it there. It. Yeah, I mean, I can it's still like spe- play. It's college. like Spec Ops. It's yeah. like Spec Ops. Yeah. If you got it digitally, you're still playing it today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it, it, it's going to be interesting. You know, it's yeah. things are things are going to change. Um, yeah, I guess for the better. Hopefully yeah. for the better. I mean, it's funny when we get review codes too. Most of the time, the first two they offer are either Steam or Switch. Ninety percent of the time. Yeah. Well, a lot of times. Can I have, a, can, can, can I have an Xbox one? Oh, no, those are all taken. Yeah, I mean, they don't get a lot of Xbox ones. It's usually yeah. PlayStation, Switch, or. And sometimes even Switch is hard to get because they yeah. that's where they get the most requests for reviews from the Switch. Yes, yeah. so. Steam. You can get a Steam code. Oh, yeah. PC codes flow like water. They're like, um. they're like, you want a Steam code? You want three for your friends? Three for the other podcast guys? I'm like, sure. Yeah, you want seven more to give away? Absolutely. Here you go. Here's another ten. Give away on the show. I'm like, sure. I mean, it's like I say, I get blind sent games, Steam games all the time. They just randomly just, here's a code. If you want to review it, fine. If not, no big deal. But here's a Steam code. It's like, okay. You were on the mailing list for like five of the releases we had. I'm like, all right. Sure. What? Sure. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That game I looked at at PAX like four years ago. Uh, That's funny, but... But that's all the news I have. Uh, well, I think. Was there something else? Did I? Yeah, oh, the yeah, respawn. there was. Yeah, the respawn. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, Star Wars Mandalorian Star video game has reportedly in the works from respawn. So it's going to be like a. they're supposing that it's going to be a first-person game. Um, I. Yes, please. Yeah, I, I don't know if I want first-person or third-person. I think first-person. I want first-person if Respawn's doing it, because then they can put all the Titanfall stuff in it, and that makes total sense. Yeah. Plus, it lets you do stuff kind of like they do, like Metroid Prime and other things, where the character has a helmet. You can have, like, the HUD stuff on there. Yeah, that's true. Versus if it's just third-person, you're, like, running and jumping around. But, like, all of the cool stuff that, like, The Mandalorian does doesn't seem like it would really translate to me in third-person as well as like some other things because it's a little more deliberate kind of action stuff for the most yeah. part other than like maybe flying with jetpacks then it depends on too like are you talking about like cartoons or whatever like there's been so much stuff with mandalorians in it at this point that 
sometimes they move different than others. Well, and do I want like an open world like Red Dead it's Redemption version? Not that. I know, but I mean, it's like, but that's like, so do I want like, do I want like Red Dead Redemption? with mandalorian where i'm walking around doing bounties i'm doing this i'm doing that you know no. it's like i don't know i don't want that no i would much rather have because man the, the some of the cool stuff about mandalorians is the lore and like what makes yeah. them who they are and all that kind of stuff i would rather have my much more bespoke kind of linear story like even if it has some more open areas or something in it i would much rather have it be a little bit more focused Rather than just like oh, I'm running around doing whatever. I guess that's Plus, where we're already they're... getting a game that's going to do that kind of thing in Star Wars Outlaws. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I guess I'm doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. that's what I was going to say. I guess I'm already going to get that in, in Outlaws. So I, I guess I wouldn't need it in Mandalorian too. <laughs> but hey, I, I love a good Star Wars game. So more Star Wars but, games, please. Ju- yeah, just thinking of like how the movement and all that stuff in the uh, Titanfall games is. Yeah. Or even like Apex Legends and all that type of stuff. Having Respawn do a first-person Mandalorian game is like, okay, I can see how that could be. I hope it's... Yeah, I think that could be really good. Does that mean we're done with Jedi Order for a little while, or you think nope, they have enough to do? That. You think that, that, yeah, I didn't still, know they're already working on that. Okay, yeah. I didn't know how big a re- team respawn was if they would be able to handle two big games or not. Too. I think that they have grown a lot since the, before gotcha. the first uh, Jedi um, Survivor, whatever game came out. Yeah, Fallen Order. Well, Fallen Order. Yeah, I, so yeah. <laughs> That's why I just say Fallen Order, whatever. But you know, it's like and I wasn't, I wasn't real sure how big Respawn, had, you know, is or I mean, had Respawn, gotten. So yeah, they have hands down the best Star Wars games that EA has done. Yeah, like they have the was it the two Battlefront games and Squadrons, and then the two uh, Respawn games are the only Star Wars things that EA has put out, unless I'm forgetting one. I might be forgetting one. Mm, no, so yeah, like so. letting Respawn do more Star Wars games makes sense. Yeah. Like, just let them do them if they're excited about doing a Mandalorian game. Let them do a Mandalorian Absolutely. game. Absolutely, I love. <laughs> ba- was it, was Battlefront two the one that had the the story, the single player story in it? I really like that. Had a very one. short single player story, but yeah. the one that you hear the the stuff about that one that's the big thing was all the loot box stuff that happened with. That yeah, one. yeah, yeah. The story was really good, and but it, it had was, like the four or five hour short campaign. Yeah, and the story was really good, and it, and it tied into the 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 novels that took place between Force Awakens and uh, Last Jedi, and it it all meshed together real well. I mean, it, it was they even touched just a tad little bit of it on uh on the second season of the mandalorian when they were all standing setting in the um uh cafeteria when they invaded that when they infiltrated that base that was uh it was the one where they they were you know where they were transporting the stuff in they hijacked the the truck and they drove in they were and he had to take off his helmet yeah yeah they were sitting at the table and they were talking about where they uh the tie bombers had scorched the the one planet that one planet they were talking about was in battlefield 2 that was the whole story of her doing that and that was took place in the novels so it all tied together and i was because i was just sitting there watching it with my wife going but this is amazing. She's like, I don't get it. I was like, well, no, you don't because you you didn't read the books. You didn't play the games. So you don't know this, but I know yeah, it I mean, because I'm a nerd. Is, is, <laughs> yeah, somebody who was a writer on that show probably was like, oh, I like that game. Hey, that technically counts as canon. Sure, I'll put a reference in it. Yeah. And that's all it takes. Yep. <laughs> it was enough to, for me to go, holy crap. 
they did it. Yeah, because it's not big <laughs> enough that it matters. Like, uh, you could say it without any context. Be like, okay, that's cool. It's like a little story. Yeah. Or but if you know what it is, then there's going to be plenty of like, it's enough that there's enough fans out there. Be like, oh, cool. Yeah, that like, was, and that was me. That's why they do oh. that stuff at this point. You throw stuff. <laughs> there's just so much Star Wars in so many different places that there's no way that you're going to keep up with all of it. But for, you know, this section of people who know what this thing is, if you reference it over here, they're going to be like, yeah, cool. Yeah. So like, when, they like throwing that in. When you have a, when you, when you're in a truck, a lot of hours out of the day, you're listening to a lot of audio books. Oh, you're... Sure. <laughs> you're catching, keeping up with a lot of different I'm... stuff, but even you are not my... keeping up with all Star Wars stuff. My, There's my so brain much is, out there. My brain is so <laughs> full of, you know, I'm, I'm up on all the novels and it's like, okay, I don't have any new novels to li- read or listen to. So I'll start reading the comic books and I have the Marvel unlimited, um, um, subscription. So I've read all the comic books. It's like, Oh, now I'm out of this. What am I going <laughs> to And then it's like, I need more star Wars. Is there any more star Wars? Oh, they won't be out till August or April. Okay. I'll have to wait till April. That you then. consume while you're driving. There's only going to be so much. Yeah, I know. And you I've, can't exactly watch TV shows or movies while you're driving. Uh, it doesn't work. And I've hit that wall and it's like, oh, man. Uh, Wait, you hit the wall from driving and watching TV? No, no, I hit the wall from... <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and I've, I've hit the wall from inducing too many uh, Star Wars stuff, too much Star Wars stuff. My brain is, is full of Star Wars knowledge. And, uh, Every time he turns his head, it's a lightsaber noise. Like Either that or if it goes by the mail, it sounds like a TIE fighter. You know, you know, like, you <laughs> but no, when I hear little things like that in the like in the Mandalorian, it's like, oh, I want to go play Battlefront. I want to play that story again, or I want to listen to that book again and stuff like that. So I, I hope Respawn, I, them doing Star Wars games has just been awesome. And for yeah. me to say years ago that i hope ea doesn't get another whatever it's like and it's like okay as long as you're letting respawn do it yeah i'm all right with that but now it doesn't matter because anyone can make a star wars game yep. as long as they like make the you know deal with you know uh lucasfilm or whatever to do one yeah that's why we're getting a ubisoft one later this year unless it gets delayed i hope not i'm really looking forward to that game i really want to play it so. we'll see it's one of those that's like it's big enough that like I almost always assume, like, yeah, it'll probably be delayed. I mean, I'm sure it probably will. I mean, I, I just hope it's not. I mean, that's that's all. Me just, too, because that trailer not. and the gameplay looks really fun. So I'm hoping that they get it out and it's as fun as it looks. Yeah, I hope so. so. All right. Well, anything else before we call it a show? I don't think there was really one a whole yeah, lot of news so. this week other than all the xbox rumors flying around but i don't like yeah, i said that's, I, that's definitely the big one yeah i like i say i don't hang out on twitter much anymore so it's like some of those things i don't you know i don't always see so i gotta you know i listen stuff everywhere depends, else. depends on me yeah all about me i i've, I've got to be the one that's got to maintain our connection there <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to because I, I, I can't i can't do it anymore i just i can't i can't i haven't been on twitter in years it makes john angry well it just it just makes me it makes me sad for humanity is what it makes me and then (laughs) i used to like mostly enter contests and occasionally there's only what's funny is i there's a couple friends on social media have in real life that x is the only thing they have for social media no facebook no instagram no whatever their kids are using these days threads and stuff like that really i don't know I, i get tired of seeing stupid ads for 
marital aids and stuff like that on there. It's like it's just been inundated. And like I said, every other day I go on there and it's like I get like seven messages where so-and-so started following you. It's like I don't know who that is or why she's following me, but I don't, you know, it's like, okay, I'm out. (laughs) You know, it's gotten so bad that Nikki had to make things private because just random male people, you know, males were just, messaging her about things and so it's just like spam man it's yeah you can't message me on x or, or on on facebook either without yeah. being my actual friend yeah i, I don't want to deal with the weirdos play weird creepy people around here yeah she just yeah. she just had to lock it down it's like that's ridiculous yeah but all right well anyway on that note we're gonna <laughs> if you want to follow us on twitter you can <laughs> at gl underscore podcast we exist we exist even though our site is not connected to twitter anymore because squarespace doesn't support x so you know when we anytime we do stuff i have to physically go in and add it to uh, a twitter uh a tweet if i want to and yeah Sometimes I just don't ah, anymore because I scared to open up that app for five minutes. So I'm afraid seven <laughs> things are going to jump out at me while I'm in there doing it. So yeah. it's like a snake in a can. Yeah, oh, it's going to get you. Like, yeah, pretty much. It's it's, uh, it's, it's like um, it's like um, uh, Will Ferrell and Elf when he's turning the thing with the jack jack in the boxes. Da, 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 da. I know it's going to pop out, and I know it's going to pop out at the end. I hope it's broke so it doesn't pop out. Oh, it didn't pop out, and then it goes. (laughs) Still scared him every time. He knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah, you know it's coming. So, but yeah, we should be back in two weeks uh, if all goes well, as long as work and everything uh, hold out. The only reason we did it so late was because I made a day trip to North Carolina yesterday. So. And you made it back. Yep, we ran. We left at eight o'clock in the morning. Ran to North Carolina, dropped a thing off to a friend, picked a thing up from another friend, and then drove home and got home at nine o'clock last night. So I pretty much uh, got home, let the dogs out, let them run for five minutes, and then we went to bed. <laughs> so as long as I don't have to make any trips like that again, we'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot for hanging out and listening, and we'll catch you all next time. podcast is part of the Gamers Lounge Radio Network. Get more gaming news and shows at www.the-gamers-lounge.com.